Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Touched on a lot of things in the first hour, but very important uh, to us. I had an interview with Marissa Burke, the former Channel 16 news anchor. Everybody loved her. I mean, when Marissa Burke was at Channel 16, they had twice the ratings of the other news shows. That'll tell you something about her power. And then our own Frank Andrews sort of carried along there for a little while. He, Marissa carried him. I, you know, it was a heavy lift, but she did. But Marissa Burke has written a book called Just Checking Scores. We talked, we spoke with her back in November. She was on with Sue Henry uh, recently. And she's on a book tour of Northeast Pennsylvania. And she was kind enough to stop in the studio today to talk about that book. Marissa, welcome. It is so great to see you again and to be here. And I cannot stress enough that after our conversation that we had back in November, everything just exploded, Bob. I mean, there were so many of your listeners who bought the book after our discussion then. And seriously, everything has just exploded since then. Well, we have a great audience on this show. I I tell them we have a saying, it's LTS. It's love the show. And then I say it back to them when they say it to me, because they're the show. And uh, they look at if they get fired up by something, there's no stopping this audience. And then Frank Andrews as well. It's good stuff. And we, we love that about WILK. Now, you wrote this book, Just Checking Scores. For those who may not be aware of what you've been doing and what the book is about, tell us. Well, first of all, it, it is a memoir. So it is a true story. And if if any of your listeners have read the book or even are f- just familiar with the story, um, you know that I was a, a very public figure, a top-rated news anchor at WNEP-TV for over three decades. And all of a sudden, I was cast into a, a excruciating public humiliation and shame when my husband's secret sex life with underage boys was exposed. The story goes on to tell how my name was dragged into his scandal, um, how I actually had to anchor the same newscasts <laughs> where his misdeeds and charges were reported. And, and basically, Bob, what I had to do to save my career 
um, and and to salvage my personal life as well. It, it and and the lives of my two daughters, who were both still in high school at the time. Well, your dedication of the book is to your daughters, and I I like it a lot. This is, I dedicate this book to my children, Rachel and Sarah, who persevered through it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book needs saying no more than that. It's a story of perseverance in the light of something that was beyond your control. Mm-hmm. Tell us, give us some of, I guess, the highlights uh, and, and lowlights of this story as it evolved and i want to set the the framework for for people most people will recall marissa burke she's the number one news anchor in northeast pennsylvania the most powerful news station the most trusted news station the most trusted source of news is marissa burke and all of a sudden her husband, who had gone through a previous arrest that he had fended off in 2008, in 2008, is arrested again. And this time the evidence is overwhelming. And I believe you were told about the raid of your home at work. Yes, that's how the book actually begins. I was uh, I had just anchored the new news I was walking from the studio back to my desk and I did not have my cell phone with me because in those days you just didn't have your cell phone out on the desk with you. Um, And I thought it was a distraction anyway, but I walked back to my desk and I, I picked up my cell phone and I saw that my neighbor across the street had left a voicemail for me. So and I thought, wow, this is so strange because he doesn't leave voicemails, let alone not he doesn't even call me. But he left a voicemail and my heart just dropped when I started listening to his voicemail because he said, Marisa, I don't know whether you know this or not, but I'm looking out my window and I see the FBI, the DA's office, the local police, state police. They have your house surrounded, and it looks like they are breaking down your front door. And this was completely out of the blue for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, you know, Mark had, like you mentioned, he had his brush with the law in 2008, and he was charged with a misdemeanor three of furnishing alcohol to minors. And um, but at that time, and this is how the dynamics of the book uh, uh, changes so quickly, is back in 2008, I it, it appeared as though it was a prosecutorial witch hunt against us because we were a very high profile couple. He was an admired and respected educator, former Scranton school board director. And of course, I was, you know, a very high profile media personality. So we we had just I, I was under the impression that, you know, it's just the prosecutors out to get us. And then four years later, boom, the 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 uh, another a second criminal investigation is launched against him. It's much more serious. And then, the, of course, the feds got involved because he was using a communication device to sext young guys and many of them underage. So this horror happens. Uh, the process is about how long from then until his conviction? 
He was arrested in December of 2012, and he was convicted the following year, about a year later. So this entire year, you're on the air reliably virtually every weekday. You're still in the number one rated news show, and you've got to put on a brave face. And then you've got to, I, I know you talked to Sue Henry about this, how he was a great father. And, and that was a very important part of allowing you to pursue this career. So that's all shattered. Mm-hmm. You're still putting on the brave face. You're still doing the newscast. You're still raising your girls. Uh, that had to be a remarkable uh, experience in the face of this embarrassment. The embarrassment, the shame, people um, people just ridiculing you and your girls um, for, I mean, remember, he was the lead story several nights. And I still- On your newscast. On our newscast, he was the lead story uh, on, on several occasions. And as his court case went through and pro- proceeded through the courts- um, it was it was time and time again, but I felt you know I, I, this was the one thing that was a constant yet in my life was my job, which I loved. Um, but it was excruciating. I mean, remember, Bob, I I went from reporting the news to to being the news because my name was dragged into his scandal. It was always a case of, you know, Mark Candle, uh, the husband of Newswatch 16's Marisa Burke, and which, and I totally understand. Which they were forced to they do. They were forced yeah. to do. Absolutely. And then the other media was happy to do. Um, well, <laughs> it, well, no, they they should have done it as well, yeah. which they did. And so did the newspapers all over the area. And basically, you know, remember, it was picked up by the Associated Press. So I saw my name in these news stories from other parts of the country. Now, he goes off. I, I, we've got to take a break. But but Mark goes off to prison in 2013. Mm-hmm. Now, when we come back, I want to talk about what you did after that. And then we'll talk about this this tour that you've been doing, which has just been so well received. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, myself among them, we're so happy to have you back home. Yeah, <laughs> we, it's, we, it's good to be we home. We really are. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We're talking with Marissa Burke. She is the author of Just Checking Scores, a new book that is taking Northeast Pennsylvania uh, by storm. It, it, and, and it is outstanding. I urge that you read it. Check it out. We're talking with Marissa Burke, former Ch- Channel 16 news anchor who has come out with a book this fall called Just Checking Scores, a memoir of, uh, you could call it her, certainly her personal hell uh, that she went through. So, Marissa, you we have an incident in 2008. It is dealt with and done. And then in 2012, a more serious arrest and about a one year until conviction and departure to prison for your uh, now ex-husband. And you're still on the air. This is 2013. You, You have three more years on the air on Channel 16. What was it like when the the majority of the storm had passed? 
and you're still standing. Well, remember, in the beginning of 2013, and this is also spelled out in the book in detail, um, a, a very dear friend of mine, had a guardian angel, came into my life and said, Marisa, you have got to divorce this individual ASAP. And I knew that it was in the back of my mind, but I thought, well, I will deal with that maybe down the road. I mean, he had just been arrested. They incarcerated him in December of 2012. This was the beginning of 2013. I thought, you know, I'll deal with that later on. And she said, no, you have got to do it now because you've got to show your supporters out there as well as your employer that you are cutting ties with this individual. Otherwise, it is not going to be good for you. And a few weeks later, I um, I hooked up with a, a, a terrific divorce attorney here in Luzerne County, and we got the divorce process going. And, and that was not easy either. That is also in the book. You would think that it would have been a slam dunk for me. I mean, you would have thought, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he's going off to, to federal prison. Uh, you would think that he would have said, hey, honey, take take everything, take the house, take money, take everything. It was not that way. He put up a fight. Yeah. Well, between 2008 and the arrest in 2012, he's denying any proclivity, anything wrong. And that's where the title of the book, when you would see him on the Internet, he's saying, just checking scores. Right, right. And that's that's where the title of the book came from, because as we got closer to when um, the, uh, the second criminal investigation was launched in 2012, perhaps even I, I look back now and I think I think they have done I think they did surveillance on him as early as 2011 because of some things that had occurred. But, um, yeah, that's where the title comes from because we were noticing I was noticing my daughters were noticing that he was so obsessed with looking at his phone all the time and when we called him out on it he would that's what he would say because he was a huge sports fanatic he mm-hmm. could spit off statistics from every kind of sport like an ESPN announcer does and so he we knew that and that that's what he would say just checking scores and- that would be his Answer. It's funny, uh, Marissa, and just for disclosure to the audience, I knew um, Marissa for years, and I knew Mark Candell for years. A great guy by any account I would have, uh, and I could understand how this hidden life would and could, in fact, be hidden. Now, was it a total denial of any... A nefarious activity throughout the four years. Was there any denial after that raid? There was denial all the time, Bob. There was even even in the end before they hauled him off to federal prison. He 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 said, "I was just a mentor to these young guys. I was just a mentor. I was a father figure. I was I was giving them money because they weren't getting money at home. I was giving them gifts. Um, you know, they would come to me with their homework and questions about research." Papers papers and things like that. Oh yeah, it was it was constant. Yeah. Now, we're in that time frame, he's off to prison. You've got to do uh, father and daughter to your or father and mother to your kids and still maintain your professional uh standing and your job at Channel 16. 
at some point, though, you're doing it and doing it successfully. The ratings never went down. Am I correct? Um, you're, you're correct, yes. I mean, people understood and forgave or forgot or whatever the circumstances are. So you're still at the top of the profession. They offer a buyout in 2016 and you say, well, it's time to move on. I, I'm sure partly because of your exhaustion with carrying this uh, shame while projecting confidence professionally. You're spot on. It, it really was. I mean, first of all, the company that had owned uh, WNEP at the time, they offered uh, several of us. Uh, uh, we did not have to take it. Not at all. And they, that was made very clear to us. But they offered us very generous buyouts with a terrific severance package. And I thought and, and I, I knew in the back of my mind, I was thinking about writing a book to explain my story in in the hopes of helping others maybe down the road who might find themselves in the same kind of predicament and the same kind of enduring the same kind of, of suffering and despair that that I had gone through. And so I took the buyout and a few days later, I started writing the book and I thought, wow, you know, maybe I could channel that suffering and despair into something into something good, into defiance and strength with the hopes of maybe empowering others. When do you move from this area, uh, how long after you're done at Channel 16 do you move out to Colorado? Well, about a year after I had left the station, I was offered a terrific job by Geisinger Health System as their national media specialist, which I was responsible for basically getting Geisinger in, in the national spotlight. Mm-hmm. They had a, a president and CEO who, who was very interested in that. Glenn so, Steele? Uh, uh, no, oh. um, David Feinberg, okay. Dr. David okay. Feinberg. Okay. All right. So he was, he was very interested in that. So I was, I was in that position for a year, loved it. The people in the marketing and communications department at Geisinger were absolutely terrific but i you know i thought wow i'm still i still have this over me and i'm i'm writing the book now and it's still part of my life i do have demons in pennsylvania i have i have great memories but i have i still had that nightmare hanging over my head and i thought wow maybe i should really try to get a change of scenery and go to an area where people don't know me so my my younger brother was already living in Colorado, and my mom had expressed interest uh, moving out there just to be with with family. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to pick up and go. And I did. And I was I had no job, Bob. I I picked up, left, sold my house. At that time, I was I had moved to Mountaintop, sold my house, and said, you know what, I've 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 got to try to start. You know, no pun intended, a new chapter in my life. We talked about it um, before the or off during the break that it, it would my recollection of my experiences as well. It's like you're walking around in a glass bubble mm-hmm. and it's sort of it create not even sort of it creates a separation between you and reality and other people. And the only way to avoid that was to get out of here. <laughs> well, and 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 just, you know, when you drive into Peckville and and all the all the landmarks and they bring back memories and and then you pass by, let's say Valley View High School and you have memories of Valley View and your girls at school and it was it was I think it was time to go. It you know, they say change is healthy. 
And it really is. And that was a huge change for me. I mean, you know, I was born and raised in this area. So it was, I mean, and this is my home, but it was, it was good to go to an area seriously where nobody knew you and nobody knew your, your backstory. Mm -hmm. We're talking with Marissa Burke. She is the author of Just Checking Scores. Uh, She's talked about what the story contains, but it contains life lessons as well. We're uh, in studio. With Marissa Burke, her book, Just Checking Scores, is literally taking Northeast Pennsylvania by storm. She is on a book tour throughout Northeast Pennsylvania and and a media tour. We've had her on now November, and then she was on with Sue Henry and on, on with us today because the subject and the personality are important and were so integral to this area uh, meaning Marissa Burke, for so long that it, it, the, the story is beyond compelling. If if she just wrote about Marissa Burke, if you just wrote about your television career, never mind this incredible drama that was going on behind the scenes and then blew up in front of all of us, it would be a fascinating book, fascinating read, fascinating story. This, uh, what happens, the, the, the pet charges of pedophilia against your ex-husband and, and how you endure them and your children endure them and all of that turns it into a story that is just, it's beyond compelling. You can't, you can't look away from it and you have to know about it. Just checking scores is the book. So you've been on a uh, Kramer reality tour here <laughs> of your old haunts. People forget how big, well, I know how big the listening area is for Wilk. Channel 16's viewing area is even larger, and you've been hitting all the areas. A question I have for you. Now, I've seen you in pretty much every media. You're a television person. You've been beyond kind to your old station, but I haven't seen you on your old station. They haven't covered this book tour or your return to Northeast Pennsylvania. I'm intrigued by that and more than a little confused. I don't want to put you on the spot, but why would that? Like, why would the competing news stations have you on, but Channel 16, which is. I mean, they're they're covered in glory in the story. Not be talking to you. Last Tuesday, when um, I did a sit-down interview with Candace Kelly from Eyewitness News, Channel Twenty-Eight Twenty-Two, and I, it was so it was so ironic, Bob, that I'm walking into their studios on South Franklin Street in Wilkesbury, and you know I, I look back and I'm wow, all those years they these folks were my competitors, but you know I walked into they well, were very station. distant competitors well, to be well, fair, well, but they, no, <laughs> they were. I'll say that. You need not. No, they were competitors. But, you know, I walked in there and 
I'll tell you what, what a class act they are in the professionalism. And Candace asked very pointed questions and they were absolutely terrific. I mean, we walked right into the studio. I was escorted by their news director. It was absolutely amazing. And on that very same day, uh, later on that day, I mean, it was after, I guess, the the, uh, six o'clock news aired on 28 and 22, where they showed the interview. And, and they talked to me about my book and book tour. Um, the Channel 16 reached out to me that evening. Uh, we were on our way to Danville for another book signing in my hometown. And they reached out to me and said, hey, you know, can we talk to you about your book and your book tour? And we can come over to the Taylor Community Library on Thursday evening where you will be doing a book signing and we can do it there. And I said, absolutely. Everything would be fine. You know, it would be it would be fun to see you you folks again. And uh, then 24 hours later, they sent me, they contacted me and said, um, we are canceling. We're canceling the interview. And, you know, I thought, well, um, okay. Uh, because they got scooped or? I, I, you would have to ask them that. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was, you know, I, I understand that they, they have new executive leadership there. Um, I was told that they are not from the area. So maybe perhaps they don't know the, the importance and the meaning of the history of uh, Channel 16 and the importance of the people who made the station what yeah. it is today they may not understand that fully and but you know i just looked at it this way i thought you know it was it was a missed opportunity for me to connect with yeah. my old viewers well and and that doesn't make any sense and I, I will tell you uh from my perspective i get out of prison scott schaefer reached out to me first of anyone and I was well Frank Andrews first and then Scott Schaefer next and we did an interview and he did a great job with it and uh, just a little just so surprising and, and my own personal intrigue not you know I, I don't mean to put you on the spot with them or or anything so so Channel 16 hasn't done it yet but I boy I, I hope they do they still have the huge audience it would not only help the book but I how do you ignore a news story this big and a book this big with one of their own who's praising them. I, I'll just be mystified for now. What? what no. And and, and the, the book I have. They're in the acknowledgments of of my book at the at the very end. I I am I will be forever grateful for the way they handled my situation. I I I I will be forever grateful, and I mean that. But if if I could just say, Bob, that the the media and and I'm talking about. The newspapers in the area, this, this, the Scranton Times, the Times Leader, uh, uh, oh gosh, the, the Press Enterprise out of uh, Bloom, serving Bloomsburg, mm-hmm. Berwick, yes. and Danville, the Daily Item out of Central Pennsylvania serving the Susquehanna Valley to, uh, get, you know, Gary Christman, he's a radio yep. legend in yep. the Susquehanna Valley in the Williamsport area. I, I, I cannot, I, it's, a, it's extraordinary how everybody has, has given me this, this attention and publicity for the book and the book tour and it's just it's just been amazing and i thank i thank the media and after this show i'm heading to schuylkill county where i will be at the pottsville majestic theater but before that Mm. wfmz television in allentown they reached out to me yesterday and they said listen we heard about the book we heard about the
about the book tour. We would love to sit down with you before your appearance uh, at 7 o'clock uh, at Pottsville's Majestic Theater. Well, you say that this this interview, uh, the, our November interview, started the snowball downhill. But I've got to tell you, I think it's going to go beyond northeast Pennsylvania. I truly do. I th- I'm hoping um, that when I get back to Colorado, um, my publisher is is going to really start looking and, and trying to get national traction with this. I, I already have interest all along the front range in Colorado. Mm-hmm. I mean, between Colorado Springs and Denver and Boulder, Golden, Fort Collins, all the way up. Um, they, there are bookstores now that are reaching out to me at this point and saying, you know, we, we're, we're looking at the buzz on online and I mean last week and again I am so honored and humbled but for several days last week it was actually number one in news releases new releases on Amazon in their criminal procedure law genre and I I was it deserves it I'm thrilled I'm just thrilled so it is starting to get buzz and now it's on walmart.com and it's going to be an audio book on apple so I Every single day, I'm 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 looking, and then something new is popping up. Like Great. my book is going to be here, my book is there, my book is there. So, but again, it's because of the attention that, that you gave, and you you really kicked things off in November. And I I can't thank you enough. We're talking about Marissa Burke. The book is just checking scores, and I tell you, check it out. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Marissa because she's returned home, and there's the saying. You can't come home, but she's found it to be much different because we'll we'll go from the great media coverage absent Channel 16 to the the response of the people here in Northeast and Central Pennsylvania. We're talking with Marissa Burke, who has come home to promote her book, Just Checking Scores. And so we've talked about the media with the odd exception of Channel 16, but the people have reacted so positively to you being back home, uh, kind remembrances of you during your career, sympathy for what you went through, and a true understanding of what you went through, or at least we can imagine what it is. Tell us about the this uh, book tour to and your return home. It, it the Bob the response and the reaction that I have been getting uh, both online and on social. Pe- uh, I, I, seriously, this is no exaggeration. Every five minutes, I will get a message through my public Facebook page saying, I, I just read the book. I could not put it down. I see parallels between your story and what I'm going through. And then they, they talk about, you know, the, the case of betrayal that they are going through, perhaps with their partner or spouse. So that's how I'm, I'm, I think I'm reaching people out there. Um, you know, I, I, Marissa, I we've got to go to the Bloomberg okay. money minute in a couple seconds. And I want to come back. It's Marissa. Marissa Burke, Just Checking Scores is the book. Bob Cadaro back with you on WILK, and we've been talking this hour with Marissa Burke, former Channel 16 news anchor, who wrote a book about an excruciating story and chapter in her life called Just Checking Scores. Uh, The TV anchors publicly shamed by husband's secret life is the subtitle. So, Marissa, you've, you've returned home. It's the, the reception has been nothing short of rousing. P- 
people are happy you're home. They remember the Marissa Burke they loved, and they're responding to that Marissa Burke. But tell us how you got to be that Marissa Burke again, the happy, perky, uh, fun-loving person that we all appreciated. But it was through writing this book. It, it was, Bob. And, and it, I'm, I'm telling you, it was, it, it, was, it was some project. It took several years. But leading up to that time, I still had such anger and bitterness just hanging over me. I was so negative and critical of everyone and everything. I mean, my, my, my colleagues probably in, in the newsroom at, at 16 would, would probably say the same thing. You know, so sarcastic and critical and negative. And I admit it now. Um, but I had, I still had this anger hanging over me. And then when I started writing the story, it was a release. I could get it out yeah. there now. And I swear to you, I'm I'm a different person. I, I know, I know in my heart that I'm more positive. I have a different outlook on life. I mean, you will, you'll read in the book and your listeners will read in the book how Mark practically destroyed me financially as well, along with everything else that yeah. had happened. Yeah. And, but, you know, and, and, and it, I, you know, he changed the entire trajectory of my life and the lives of my girls but after writing this book and now that the story is out there and people know i do i really really do have a different outlook on on a lot of things tempered steel yeah. marissa burke though she's written just checking scores these couple minutes we have left uh you finish up in pottsville Tonight, tonight I will be at the Majestic Theater in downtown Pottsville. I'm giving a presentation and a book signing at Great. 7 p.m. And as I said before that, WFMZ out of Allentown is sitting down for and interviewing me this afternoon. So I'm I'm just so appreciative of that as well. This whole tour has been great, and and I, I could tell. I mean, you're you're ebullient. You're just enjoying being home again and and this is giving you further release and further catharsis uh quickly with that the time we have left give we were talking about it off off air the lessons that you want this book to show people when they read it well as i as i said i you know when when i when i started this project i thought this would be a way to turn that suffering and despair that that I endured into something positive and into strength and defiance and resiliency and this is what I've been telling people when I when I at my book signings you know if you just have the courage and the strength you and 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 look ahead and shed that self-pity that I had to shed and guilt somewhat, you're, you can turn around your life and celebrate it again. Fantastic. Marissa, great to see you again. Same great here, to Bob. be with you. I've got my copy. Uh, just checking scores. TV anchor Marissa Burke, publicly shamed by husband's secret life. Marissa Burke is the author. And it is... Outstanding, I tell you, get it, get it, read it. Inspiring story, Marissa. 
I hope you get to come back more often to Northeast PA now that you've enjoyed this so much. We love you in Colorado. We, we, I'm sure they do. We love you more here. Oh, thank you, Bob. <laughs> thank you so, so much. All right. Again, Marissa Burke, just checking scores. Bob Cador with you, WILK. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.